The goal in this podcast is to educate. Oh, fuck, I missed it. Hi, I'm Libby. And I'm Lucas. Why do we have a podcast? Well, we have our YouTube channel and our business and our bus page on Instagram, so why not? The goal in this podcast is education, mindset, lifestyle, and learning to process human interaction. And we have some major truth bombs to drop. We're just a couple of nomads seeking growth in the relationships that made us who we are. This is the one where we talk. So today on our podcast, I have my bestest friend in the entire world. Her name is Lizzie. Hello. <laughs> we share a name. That's how we became friends. Um, but we are just going to talk about today about friendship and um, the trials and tribulations of what <laughs> friendships look like. <laughs> tribulations. And uh, past experiences with friends and how we met. And some tips for being a good friend. Um, and yeah, so we're just gonna get started. Lizzie, give me a couple of facts about you. Oh, okay. Um, well, I'm 24 years old, almost 25. Um, we met through swing dancing. So my husband and I, we met through swing dancing as well. So it's kind of nice because I feel like our friendship ties along also with my love story. So like... I feel like for as long as I've known my husband, I've known Libby as well. So we all met through swing dancing together. Um, and one more fun fact, I love cats, just mm-hmm. like Libby, so I'm yeah. obsessed with cats. I think we're maybe on the same level level of cats, but I think you might be like maybe one notch a little higher. Really? Well, because <clears throat> I like love cats to the point of wanting to own them all, but I feel like if I see a cat out in public... Mm-hmm. you just get really, like, excited and giddy and, like, you just get crazy, whereas, well, I'm also an, an internal processor, so yeah, uh, I don't get as excited, but, yeah, I don't know, maybe we are on the same level, but anyways, Lizzie is also a um, business owner, she has a salon in her basement of her house, and... It's not sketchy, I promise. It's not sketchy, it's super cute, and... Uh, oh, Kite Salon, follow me on Instagram. Yeah, Okite Salon. She does amazing work. She's a color therapist. Color specialist. <laughs> I was like, trying, I was like therapy theorist theoretical. I don't know the word. I use yeah. color theory for sure. Yeah, so. theory. There you go. Color theory. Um, but yeah, she does amazing work. She's based in PA. Um, she does updos for weddings. Yes. Um, so follow her on Instagram, Oak Heights Salon. Shout out to business. We are not sponsored. Yeah. <laughs> if you mention this podcast, you get 10% off. <laughs> Is that a legit thing? Uh, yeah. If you mention this podcast, you get 10% off if you come to me. Wow, there you go, folks. Get your hair done, 10% off. Um, okay, so... Um... How we met, so you had mentioned just a little bit about swing dancing, mm-hmm. how you met at swing dancing. Um, so you and Jordan, when you guys were like interested in each other, there was another girl at the time who was also very interested in Jordan, and she was your, at the time, best friend. We'll call her Debra. Debra? Okay, yeah. I gotta remember that. I'm gonna slip up. <laughs> Debra, Debra, Debra. <laughs> Debra. Yeah. So Deborah 
and Lizzie were best friends. This was like what, four years ago? 2018. Mm-hmm. So yeah, two, so four years ago. And um, I was kind of watching, Luke and I were kind of observing this love triangle from a distance and I was voting for Lizzie all the way. I did not want Deborah to be involved with Jordan um, because um, for various different reasons that we won't get into but it was funny though because I felt like we never I never talked to Libby about Deborah or Jordan um, and so I think it spoke that it was very obvious even from outside people like, you and Luke saw that I had zero idea that Deborah even liked Jordan or that I liked Jordan. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that you picked up on that, you were very intuitive and you kind of just knew there was a love triangle going on. So mm-hmm. I thought, because none of my other swing friends, like, noticed the love triangle except you. So. Yeah, and Lizzie's a very energetic, outgoing personality and she's just very excited about everything, which is one thing I love about her. <coughs> but, so I... <laughs> didn't have very many friends at the time. I mean, I had a few, but no one that I could really call my best friend because we had literally just moved to Pennsylvania like two years prior and mm-hmm. from Wisconsin. And I was really looking for that like kindred spirit and not like actively searching, like a dating <laughs> situation. <laughs> Find your kindred spirit. Yeah. It's like a, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, there are apps that you can just find friends on. You know, I did hear about those apps. Yeah. never downloaded them, but. Yeah, so I, so swing dancing was a good area for me to, like, kind of scout out a forever friend, not that I was actively looking, but I was just curious, and one day I went over and sat by Lizzie, and I was like, so, um, you and Jordan, and she's like, no, it's not a thing, um, it's, I don't think it ever will be a thing, but yeah, I am interested in him, and at that point, I kind of got invested in, like, (laughs) our story, their story, and, um, Luke and Jordan had hit it off prior to that at swing dancing, and they had a lot in common. They were the only guys, fun fact, that would dance with each other at swing dance. Mm -hmm. So, like, um, they would do, like, a snowball where everyone would go in the center and dance with each other. And usually it's always guys and a girl dance with each other. Mm -hmm. And the four of of us, me, Luke, you, and I, we would all, we just had a great dynamic on the swing dance floor because we were okay with dancing with each other, and it wasn't weird. Right. And there was no stigma behind it. Yeah. So it was just super fun. We just, so like, pass each other off. Like, yes. I would dance with you, and then Luke and Jordan would dance, and then I would dance with Jordan, you would dance with Luke, and then mm-hmm. you guys would pass each other off to significant others um, before there was even really a significant other with you guys. Um, and then the Halloween dance. Halloween dance. Or the swing, swing, um. Swing-offs? Swing-offs, yeah. Uh, the October dance. Um. <coughs> That's when I could really tell that you guys really liked each other. And that was probably like four four months. Yeah. That after. That was when I was like really into him. Yeah. But I was like trying not to. Because he, he's eight years older than me. So I was like, can't be in love with an old man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we, um, so yeah, I guess I was, Luke and I were invested into their um, potential relationship and we just kind of saw it through and we just were there for the entire thing and saw it from the beginning um before there was even potential of them dating deborah did not get jordan and lizzie ended up with him now they're married happily married for two years and we're still all really good friends um we all get along really well and uh four years down yeah when we come to pennsylvania we park in their driveway so oh no i have to burp 
Disgusting. Sorry, podcast people. She's gonna be doing that a lot. No, so. it's fine. I'm trying. That was a very polite one for me. Okay. Uh, next chapter. Um. Yes, good job, Lizzie. Um. So that's how we met. That's how we became friends. And mm-hmm. I remember at the very beginning of like our friendship, we weren't really Lizzie and I weren't really best friends yet. Mm. And you were best friends with Deborah. Yeah. And I remember looking at your guys' friendship and being like, wow, that's what that's what I want in, like, a friendship. Like, I really want a best friend that I can do everything with, that have some things that, but not everything in common with, that we can have a good time but also have, like, deep conversations. And I just saw Lizzie as, like, a really genuine human being. And we went, on a, we went on a beach trip, just the four of us, Luke and I. And we were and official Jordan. at this point. Yeah, Jordan and you were officially dating. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember sitting on the beach beach with you under the umbrella and just opening up like my heart to you and being like so I'm gonna be honest with you like I I'm huge into honesty I think that honesty is the best policy mm-hmm. and uh I really wanted to start like Lizzie and I's friendship off with me being honest about how like I was jealous of her and Deborah's r- friendship and I was like that's something that I want with someone one day and now here I am like what three years later yeah. Yeah. So I'm tearing up because Aww. I don't know. Whenever I talk about our friendship to people, they're always like, like, hold on to that relationship, hold on to that friendship because it's very rare. Like my yeah. dad, I tell him about you all the time and Aww. he just uh, appreciates our friendship and he's like, yeah, that's not very common to find someone like that that you can be friends with. He has mm-hmm. a best friend that he has from college. His name is Ray, but him and Ray are best friends and so that's like. So- something that he cherishes so he knows like mm-hmm. how hard it is to find <clears throat> genuine friendships so um so yeah we were from that on and you explained to me like you and ash you and deborah <laughs> <laughs> i was the one to slip up well okay i really <laughs> didn't say her full name <laughs> yeah it could be ashton yeah <laughs> ashton we're just called her keep deborah i'm gonna yeah. lose track i'm gonna be like ashton deb deb De- <laughs> Um, so anyways, um, yeah, and so I, uh, opened up my heart, you opened up your heart on that beach that day, and we came away from that as closer friends. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say we were best friends at that point, but... Definitely closer. Yeah, so, and then you fell asleep on me on the way home in the back seat, because we were both so tired from being in the sun, we were out all day, and it was a two-hour drive to the beach, and we got home at, like, really late. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was just, like, kind of the start of us becoming best friends, I think. But yeah. Because yeah. before, it was more like we had situations bring us together. Mm-hmm. Like, big dance events, swing dance events, blues events. So we were just not conventional friends, convenient friends, I mean. Um, but then that beach trip was, we went out on purpose, the four of us. And then that was when we first had our, like one-to-one heart-to-heart and mm-hmm. I just remember feeling I was still fr- really good friends with Deborah at that time and yeah. when you said that you were jealous I was like well I've never met a friend like a girl let's just say a girl who just outwardly says I'm jealous of that and I want that someday yeah. and I respected that because I was most friends I feel like or most girls don't want to admit that it's it's embarrassing mm-hmm. they have to kind of swallow their pride and they're like, I'm not going to admit that I'm jealous of that. Mm-hmm. 
and they just try to swoop in. <clears throat> and so I really appreciated just how raw you were. And I was like, I can open up to this girl. Hmm. So. Yeah. Um, well, I appreciate that. I feel like, yeah, I don't know. So that's kind of how we started. started our friendship. That's how we came, became a little bit closer. And from then on, we were just opening up to each other a little bit more and more and then things happened with Deborah unfortunately and she kind of backstabbed you and so that lost that friendship which I was really sad for you um it's very unfortunate losing a friend because I've lost many of friendships in my life yeah um so yeah I just give me your experience with friends growing up well I remember Deborah was like my first like official best friend losing like losing a best friend mm. and I remember when I made friends with you I think you helped me heal through that because of how many friends that you've lost in you're how many years older than me five four I'm 20 almost 29 you're 20 almost 25 five. so four four years so I remember being like you were very not seasoned but you were very mature and you just had more experience with it so with yeah, so when I was go going through and healing with Deborah, she was my very first one. Um, my past friendships were always... I would have deep friendships, um, but I never lost one where it was an intentional backstab kind of a thing. It was more of like... <coughs> Bless you. I'm going to do that a lot, too. <laughs> Bless you. Uh, um, I'm going to one more. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're good. Anyways, um, yeah, so my past friendships, they were always, they were deep and they were meaningful, mm -hmm. but they always left because of, I would leave the school or I would leave a missions trip, so we just would fall away because we weren't with each other all the time. But this was the first friendship that was, um, like, action, like, the action was what broke us apart. Um, so it was very hard to navigate that, but I was very lucky to have you going through that because... You kind of stepped in at the perfect time where I feel like you picked me up from that and you helped me, like, talk it through and just kind of be the voice of reason, too. So, yeah. Aw, I've yeah. never heard you say that before. Yeah. Um, yeah, unfortunately, I have lost some good friends in my life. Um, and I've had some very fortunate good friendships in my life, too. I'm not saying you're my only friend. Yeah. Um, I do have other friends. Um just you know every friendship brings something new to the table something different to the table we all have different experiences and um friendships are hard because oh, yeah you it's like gauging that like getting deep but trusting them and being honest and open and talking about your feelings and your emotions mm -hmm. and if you're not mature in those areas like emotionally mature or um even spiritually mature or uh, mentally mature, mm -hmm. um, you can really feel like you're walking on eggshells around someone. And, yeah, so, like, all growing up, I had a good friend in France, but we moved away from each other at the, when I was eight. And then I had good friends in California, but then we moved away from each other. And then um, Michigan was, like, my first, like, experience with like losing a friend due to situations and then um, moved to 
Wisconsin, and I made some friends there, and then lost a lot of friends. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, just due to, like, bullying and, like, gossip and stuff like that. So that was hard. And then in college, I had a couple of really good friends, um, but one of my good friends, we'll call her... Ashton. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call her Ashton. Um, her, it was kind of a, oh, a harder friendship because I wanted to be like really good friends with her and I wanted to be deep and open with her and I wanted to feel like she could open up to me and vice versa. Mm -hmm. But there was just always something that was like stuck on her side. Like she could never really just open up to me, but she had a best friend that she was really close with. Yeah. And I wouldn't say I was really jealous of Ashton and her best friend. I was just more of like, Ashton was going through a lot of hard things and I wanted to help her through it, but she just wasn't giving me the opportunity to help her through it. So there was a lot of hurt and like misunderstandings there. And um, yeah, so I just lost that friendship and that was really hard. Um, well, you have to make sure to like, realizing too sometimes your best friend they're not your best you know what I mean yeah. like you can someone can mean so much to you and you confide in them and you put all your trust in them and then down the road you learn like you weren't that person for them and right. that's a tough pill to swallow sometimes so I think the reason why we work so well is because we're each other's like I confide in you you're like out of all my friends I confide in you probably with everything mm -hmm. um I go to the Lord first and I go to my husband and then I go to you where mm -hmm. it's you know what I mean? Right. Um, so I think with friendships, it's it doesn't work, and there, there's there's strife with that, and there problems come to the to the um to the surface to the surface when it's just not mutual. You know, right. when the one friend, like you said, Ashton had that other best friend that she confided in, so you kind of got the scrape. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got you kind of got to barely scrape the barrel with her. Right. Um, so with us. It's nice because we have each other as, like, the main right. um, source, kind of. Source of help. Help, <laughs> encouragement, laughter. Yes, all, all the things. Um, so, yeah, um, friendship is a hard thing. Um, but where am I going to go with this? You have to choose, too. Like, be intentional with friendships lately. You do, ha you do have to be very intentional with friendships. Remember you and I were talking in the car and we were like, it's kind of like a relationship. Yeah, it is. The amount of work you have to put in. And I always thought, oh, a good friendship, you don't have to put work in. It's it's effortless. Mm -hmm. It's natural. If it, if it happens, it happens. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I, that's so, the older I get, that's so far from the truth. Because the older you get, the more life situations come up and priorities change. And you have to make it an intentional time. You have to set time aside for them mm -hmm. and make sure that they're feeling listened to, mm -hmm. appreciated, loved. Mm -hmm. And communications are going to be different. Right. And so we have to also, I mean, you guys have done a whole podcast about communicating. Um, but learning each other's communication skills, our love yeah. languages. It's like learning a whole new person yeah. on top of your spouse. Yes. Of how, like, you feel loved. Mm -hmm. about how you feel communicated to, mm -hmm. about how you feel appreciated, the yeah. things you like, your interests, um, yeah, all that stuff. It's like, it's kind of like a marriage when you have <clears throat> a really good friend. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it does take a lot of work, 
and I think some people just don't want to put the work in to have those friendships, and it's hard when you don't, because it's like, so like, when you, you marry your spouse, you're not just going to marry someone that you find randomly off the street, like, you have to yeah. build that relationship up to marriage, um, to find out if that's the person you want to spend the rest of your life with, whereas, like, friendships, it's kind of like the same thing, like, I can't just be best friends with someone I meet tomorrow. Yes. Like, there has to be that, like, communication. There has to be that... You have to, like, kind of... Just... L- it's go a gradual. through life stuff together. And sometimes it really sucks <clears throat> because you're... You have to, like, talk about the deep stuff that hurts sometimes. You have to, mm-hmm. like, open up and be honest and... um really dive deep and help each other through life and that's not an easy thing when you're (laughs) yeah when you already are doing it with a spouse but honestly like I really enjoy having you to confide in because like with Luke sometimes I try and confide in him or I try and talk to him about things but he just doesn't understand Mm -hmm. like because you're you're a girl like yeah so some things that he doesn't understand you can understand because exactly you're a girl and you are a woman, and I am a woman, and we can both, like, talk about just, like, things that womanly things, womanly, about struggles. Womanly yeah, struggles, and... So there's a story about how we met, and, um, that'll, I think, wrap up the first part of this conversation, and, uh, next week we're gonna talk about what are the characteristics of a good friend, and, um, how do you know if you are a good friend, and what to look for in a good friend. Thank you for listening and have a wonderful day.